The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hey, real quick. So I know on The Shaleen Show we talk about life stuff, but I'm always encouraging you to have your own thing, to build that side hustle, to figure out ways you can make extra money online. And maybe you felt like, I just don't know how to do this by myself. I want the motivation and excitement of having people around me that I can bounce ideas off of. I want that motivation of being at a live event. Well, you're in luck. October 14th through the 16th, I want to invite you to come to Southern California and be a part of the Marketing Impact Academy live event. You don't have to be an MIA member. This is open to the public. You don't have to have any experience in business, but you do have to have a desire and you need to be a good note taker because we're going to spell it all out for you. I'm going to have the best experts at every area of social media that you can imagine. And every speaker comes with, I mean, they don't come on my stage unless they come with an action plan that they're going to give the audience so that when you leave, you're not like, okay, super motivated, but I don't know what to do. So if that's something you've been dreaming about doing and just coming to Southern California and being around that energy, meeting me live in person, my son and the other experts that I know you have heard if you listen to the Shaleen show, the people who we work with, people just like you who you know, have been listening to these shows for so many years and eventually they took the plunge, they started their business and now they're going to share with you how they did it. Give yourself permission. Give yourself permission to dream. Give yourself permission to do something different. Know it's been on your bucket list to come to Southern California. I cannot wait to see you there. The link is in the show notes, but you can also go to shaleen.com forward slash MIA live. Shaleen.com forward slash MIA live. And if you want to be invited to the incredible dance party that we're throwing on Saturday night just for our VIPs, be sure to look at the VIP registration package. It is next level. Did I say the dates? Okay, October 14th through the 16th, Southern California, Orange County. We're right down the street from Disneyland. You can make a whole family vacation of it, or you can just get away and enjoy yourself and treat yourself to something fun and exciting that has the potential to change your life. Darling, where have you been? Listen, we have a lot to talk about. Happy Friday. It's car smart, which means it's just, it's Friday. That's what you need to know. It's Friday. And on Fridays, we get kind of casual and chill and we just chat. Super pumped that you're here. I'm not pumped. I'm grateful, actually. So I haven't talked to you in a week, unless, of course, you're a Patreon member. But if you are not a Patreon member, then I kind of have to update you on some of the wedding stuff and what's been going on in our lives in the last week. You cannot even imagine. I mean, everybody's busy. Everybody's crazy. But this has been, this has been a crazy two months. My husband, you just look tired. You need sleep. You don't need sleep. You've had, you get good sleep. No. All right. We are just relaxing here on the couch. We enjoy doing this on Thursday nights. It's kind of like a little treat for us to do together. And I don't know where you listen to the podcast, but I'm kind of curious because my own routine is that I listen in my bathroom while I'm getting ready. That's when I often listen to podcasts or audiobooks. So do me a favor and comment either in the pod squad, which is our Facebook group, or 
comment in Patreon. Like, where I'm just curious, where do you regularly listen to podcasts or is it just like a random thing? Like when you're like, oh, I don't have anything to do. I'm just kind of curious. All right, get comfortable or get active or whatever it is you do. Let's do this. So I talked to you last week when we were in Jackson Hole. I was like in the Airbnb and I was talking to you about like the whole thing with Gwen Stefani and aging and I told you about my dress. I did end up sewing my dress. Okay, so let's take you back to Jackson Hole. So first of all, Wyoming is different. Jackson Hole is different. Because mm-hmm. it's not like Texas. It's not like, I mean, like I was thinking like- Nobody's trying to figure out that Texas and Wyoming are like even similar. Like Really? No, why would Texas and Wyoming be similar? Texas is like flatlands and like I mean, no in terms of like cowboys like and ranges and stuff like that's that. Just, it's just, no, that's not the, it's not the same thing. How would you describe the vibe in Wyoming? I know we're going to offend some people who live in Wyoming. This is just my take having only been there a couple of times. It's like, Mountain? it's not cowboyish. No, it's not, not, I'm not talking about the landscape. I'm talking about the people, the vibe. Oh, I don't know if I saw anybody from. What? We're, it feels a little bit granola-y, like very like Patagonian. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, a couple places we park. went to, like the the mangy moose. But even if you just like look around, like everyone seems like they're outside. I mean, it's definitely an outdoorsy place. Yep, yep. yep. And the, I, all the people that we went and saw in the gym, yes, very much. It looks like they just came from like they were kayaking or yeah. or fishing or mountain biking, mountain biking or hiking or doing something outdoors, and they decided to like come and get some curls at the gym. I will say this: I went to their Target in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. I've never been more disappointed in a Target in all my life. I'm like, what? Is this this target is a disgrace to all targets, and I'm like, like where would you buy things? That was that was not cute, and like so if you wanted to like buy like okay so we didn't have coats, and once we realized that the temperature was dropping because we if you listen to last week you know that the weather forecast was changing by the hour, but it was always going to be pretty cold and rainy, and oh my gosh you guys, I'm just going to tell you this. The wedding coordinators really dropped the ball in so many areas. You know, we had two different wedding coordinators. I know you're probably sick of hearing this. I'm so sorry, but it's like a big deal. We had two different wedding coordinators. Both kids' weddings were amazing, but both kids' weddings were amazing because of our kids. But one was way too stressful and the other one was way too easy. (laughs) Sierra's was, she had awesome wedding coordinators. I feel like I've talked about this so much, but it's just like, it's a big deal. Like we just keep thinking of things that we're like, oh my God, they they dropped the ball on that too. And they dropped the ball on that too for Taylor and Brock's wedding. But it was still nonetheless, it was amazing. But my point is this, everyone knew it was going to be cold and rainy. And it was as if their wedding coordinators were like shocked by that because there was like, there's no plan in place. And isn't that like why you hire a coordinator? But the weird thing about it was, is that it was 75 the next day and the week before the wedding, it was like 80 there. It's just so hit and miss. That time of year. That time of year, you could get like literal. And then today they had like snow last night on the mountaintops. So it's like, you just never know. And we literally got, and but at the start of our ceremony, the weather even changed worse. So it was cold and then a front came in you could see it coming in over the mountains. You could see the rain coming. And that's 
at the precise time that we decided to start the ceremony when the rain started. The exact moment. I was like, wait for the rain to start, then okay, go. (laughs) That's really what it felt like. So my dress, I had to finish hand sewing it myself. That worked out just fine. It was very simple what she... So Brett went and picked up my dress just before we left. And it wasn't finished. And I sent him on the errand. And and so he's in there talking to the seamstress. And what did she say to you? She looked at me and she goes... You're going to pick it up right now? I said, yeah, we, we got to go. And she's like, it will take me about another hour to finish this. I'm like, it's like 10 o'clock at night. And we have a flight first thing in the morning. I'm like, I call Shalene. I'm like, hey, she says another hour. And she's, and she's like, what? Get the dress. So I walked back in there. And I, I said, well, ask her if I can finish it. Yeah. And Brett's like, you finish it? I'm like, I know how to sew, honey. Yeah. Yeah. So she shows me, like, she just put has all these pins in this dress. And she's like, oh, yeah, she just... She just sews it in here. I've already done the hard part, she says. You just have to, she just has to sew like the backside of it, whatever the hell that means. And she's trying to show it to me, but I'm literally like looking at her like, why are you telling me about sewing? I don't know anything about sewing. It'd be like me walking in there and telling you about like a football play. Like you don't know what I'm talking about. Like me walking into another coach and saying, here's the yeah. plans or here's the plays for the game it's yeah. partially finished yes and like you would have no clue and i had no clue i just got the dress and i said okay i guess Shaleen could finish this or not or you did i guess did you finish it yeah you guess i don't know I, you were doing lots of things i really was doing a lot meanwhile, of meanwhile yeah coordinating to get a, a new dance floor in 12 hours for That's- for as you can see, if anybody watched any Instagram of the wedding, like you know, the whole entire reception was on the dance floor. There's 95 people there. There's 80 people on the dance floor the whole time. And the dance floor that these nincompoops like decided that they were going to like put in this tent was big enough for like one third grade recital, one classroom of no, third it was, grade. Okay, size wise, it was the size of a small bedroom, the, the dance floor they put in. Yeah. Like a living room. Yeah, it was ridiculous. But where, but picture a living room, and where the couch goes, they put a DJ booth. I know it was so stupid. We told you should have taken a picture. I I think I did of the original setting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely did. Post it in the the pod squad so they can see it. I I will. I definitely will. So you know, Patreon. So if you're on the the $5 level of Patreon, I told that whole, I I recorded behind the scenes, (laughs) all of my frustrations. And like, as I was like fixing all these stuff. So like, I kind of did a cool thing this week on Patreon. I like, I just kept recording. Like I was recording us in the car. I was recording Brett getting lost, which is super funny. I was recording like me dealing with the coordinators. And so, yeah, I think that's kind of funny. So I don't want to like, rehash that if you're a patreon member you're like yeah we already heard that but things i didn't talk about were kind of like the wedding day so on the day of the wedding so you know sean blocker you guys know him sean t he and scott came in what day did they come in on thursday thursday so that was really fun because they got to hang out with us and you know we're just very close and we have very deep conversations and it's just the realest of real couples i love them so much and that was really special. And I'm an introvert, so I usually don't like people staying with me unless it's like feels like family. I don't like people staying with me 
where it feels like I have to entertain them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like they want to like constantly be talking and constantly be asking you for things. And I'm not going to name names, but there's certain family members that just never like if they're staying with you, they just follow you around and ask a million questions and they're high maintenance. <laughs> Prince rolling his eyes. So it's so nice when you have people, either friends or family that are just well, it was, it was, self-sufficient. It was, it was Sean and Scott uh-huh. and Sierra and Roman. And then you and I, and then Dr. Michaela came in one day later on Friday. Yep. And okay. So then we're, at the, we're in the kitchen of the Airbnb and we look out the window mm-hmm. onto the patio and the, the patio is screened in, you know? So there's just like screened windows and right up against the window is the barbecue. barbecue. And we look and it, I was like, are my eyes deceiving me? Here's, is it a black bear or a brown mm-hmm. bear? Black. Black bear? Yeah, black bear. What's the difference between a black bear and a brown bear? One's black and one's brown. Oh, thanks, Brett. But like, isn't is? I I think browns are bigger and black bears are like little. little he was little. so cute, you guys. He was so cute. It was so cute. It was just a little cuddly bear. I mean, he wasn't whittle. He was as big as me. But he was standing up at the window, and and everyone's like freaking out. And I'm like, oh my god, he was so cute, like a koala bear, cute. <laughs> and he was just eating the grease off the grill. And so, and I'm I come running out, Sierra comes and gets me out of the bedroom and I'm in a towel and I have my hair up in a towel and I'm in a towel and I just can't believe how cute he is. And everyone's like freaking out and filming him. What did I do? You grabbed peanut butter and a pan or a, a, paper, a, di- plate. a paper plate and peanut butter and went out there while he was licking the grease and gave him some peanut butter. He didn't like the peanut butter. I put a big glob of peanut butter on a paper plate and then I and everyone's like, "What are you doing?" I don't know why. I just felt like I'm I'm probably a bear whisperer. I wasn't nervous at all, and it wasn't like I know this is really stupid. You guys are like, you are the dumbest female. I was far enough away. I I was gonna be fine. It wasn't like I walked right up to him and handed it to him like a waitress. <laughs> I just put it down on the patio. And we had already like checked it out. Like he was big enough that like Mama wasn't around. Like he was big enough to be away from mommy. But when I told my dad that, he's like, Shalene. <sighs> so he says, always has a deep sigh when he's disappointed in me. So he does a deep, long, deep sigh. <sighs> Do you realize? And then he like did this motion with his hand, like kind of sweeping motion. He goes, that bear with this motion can cut you open like a piece of salami. I'm like, Dan, I wasn't that close. But anyways, he was super cute and he kept coming back. What were you going to say? Well, I was going to say like, because I... I he came back every day to check out the grease. Yeah. And so I looked at Sierra because Sierra and Roman, the first day that we did, the only day we didn't see the bear was Thursday. And Roman and Sierra were going to go in the jacuzzi. So on Saturday, when he came back again, I was like, Sierra, what if you and Roman were out like enjoying like a nice, like romantic, newlywed, Hot glass tub. of champagne, hot tub, and freaking Teddy the bear came running by. And she, Sierra looked at me and she goes, Dad. And she gave me that sweeping motion, just like you did about your dad, like with his paw. Yeah. And she's like, they like the fish. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> true. <laughs> but he was super cute. But it, it's just very rural. Like, what, I, don't, I, I don't think I could live there. We saw moose. Like, I could live in Park City because it's a little bit city, but also feels rural. Yeah. And, pe- and like, I just needed some nice places to shop. 
I'm probably not going to go out shopping. I'm just kidding myself. Who, who, who am I pretending to be? I don't go anywhere. I order everything online and I wait for the Amazon man to pull up. But I want the option to be able to do that should I need to. Like if we were having this wedding in Park City, yeah. not that I want to switch the locations, but if we were, you would have had no issue getting warmer clothes, getting umbrellas, getting yeah. all the stuff that we needed. Yeah. Because there's a lot more in Park City. And the reason why we're comparing it to Park City is because Jackson Hole has a ski resort and so does Park oh, yeah. City. So, but And they're both in the mountains, but that's about the only similarities that there are. So we had our rehearsal dinner, which was a fiasco. The rehearsal, the rehearsal, the rehearsal dinner, itself. The rehearsal itself was a fiasco. Because we couldn't find the location. Oh, Jesus. We couldn't find the location because it's, it's in a field. It's in a field. There's and, no address. And, and the wedding coordinators didn't mark the field. So Brett was very funny. He was like, this is so ridiculous. Like he was freaking out in the car. Because we kept getting lost. And Sean was following us and, and Scott in one car. And then my mom and dad in another car. So you know when you're at the front of the caravan and you're like doing U-turns. And then you're like going down another street. And then like woo, U-turn and then like all the people are following you. And if you're a leader who doesn't like being lost, the panic, the anxiety, the aggravation <laughs> you were experiencing was kind of funny. Yeah. Cause then, and I really wanted to see it too because we had our suspicions that it's a good thing we ended up making it i know because brock was just like just go to the rehearsal dinner spot and i was like no we are finding this place i remember exactly what i said to you i said remember the movie chevy chase vacation yeah when he when everything's going wrong and he finally just said we are gonna get there no matter what yeah and that i was gonna get there no matter what yeah, Brock's like, just go to the dinner, mom. Skip the reset or whatever, the rehearsal. And we knew we needed to see it. And thank God we did because had we not gone there that night, I wouldn't have seen the, the problem with the dance floor and the DJ booth and all that stuff, which is just, I mean, this is stupid. Just just like, why, did, why have we paid this coordinator all this money when they're like... Incompetent. And I didn't care. I, I got right up in their faces. Well, first I checked with Taylor and Brock and I'm like, are you... How do you guys feel about this dance floor? Because I didn't want to like go there if they were like, oh, this is what we want, whatever. Or it's what we asked for. But I'm looking at like, there's no way they're okay with this or they haven't thought it through. No, because they- Because it was so small. Yeah, and they practiced a dance for three months that yeah. they were going to do. And I'm like, how would they, they do it on they this dance floor? They wouldn't be able floor? to do it. Brock goes, Brock goes, yeah, we can't even do our dance that we practiced for three months. I don't even know what we're going to do. We'll have to not do it. So Taylor was like, oh my God, yes, thank you, thank you. Please say something. So so I went over and and just said, you know, nicely to the coordinators, like gave them the business about that. And we got that handled. And that took some time. And money. And money. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Weddings. Oh my God. I mean, it's just we're gonna be rich now. Now we're gonna be able to retire. Yeah. You think? Yeah. Or have a GoFundMe. Then we went to a nice dinner. How how'd you feel about the dinner? It was good. I mean, I'm what? I'm not a fan of family style. It wasn't family style. Was it wasn't. They stuck plates in the middle of the things that you scooped off some ravioli or you scooped off oh, a couple yeah. pieces of chicken. Yeah. I don't like that. How come? Because because if I like something, I want to eat a lot of it. And oh, when you do family style, you gotta I share. Got, yeah, I got one piece of chicken or I got one piece of ravioli. You know, That's it's just true. like. So I like, you know what? If it I don't, don't want to share. If it was me, I'd 
I buffet so people can go back and get more of what they want. It was us. We we did the rehearsal dinner too. Yeah, but they picked all the stuff out. No, oh, okay. We paid for it, but we didn't pick. We didn't pick out the menu. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I thought the menu was good, though. Food was excellent. Food I was just excellent. wish I would have had more. You just want more? Okay, that's cute. This episode of the Shaleen Show is sponsored by our good friends at Organifi. I'm recording this in the evening, and one of the things I love to do in the evenings is to wind down with a hot cup of Organifi Gold chocolate. It literally tastes like a hot chocolate, you guys. I'm telling you. It's a soothing blend of medicinal mushrooms. Now, hold on. It doesn't taste anything like mushrooms. I'm telling you, it tastes like hot chocolate. And that's because they use organic cocoa, a holistic alternative to hot chocolate, and it literally calms your nervous system. It also improves your immune system. And for me, I find that I get into a deeper state of rest. So if you want to try one of the many Organifi products, I recommend that you check them out. Go to Organifi, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com forward slash Shalene, and you're going to get 20% off. As you know, I love a ton of their products. Any place where your diet might be deficient, like you're just not getting enough of that ingredient, or you want to bolster your immune system, which is so important, especially when we're talking about hormone health, weight loss, your mental focus, all of those things, you've got to take care of your immune system. And Organifi creates the highest quality supplements, most of which are in a powdered form, which allows you to just mix them with water, super convenient, all 100% USDA certified organic ingredients. And again, you get to try them for 20% off by going to Organifi.com forward slash I'm going to spell it. O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I dot com forward slash Shaleen for 20% off. Oh, Sierra's toast was, if I may say so myself, because it's my daughter, it was friggin' hysterical. I wonder if I recorded it. I did. Oh, you videotaped the whole yeah. thing? Oh yeah. Oh my God, I, I bet I could play it. It was so good. It was so good. Okay, maybe I can stick she at the end of this. We'll have to find out. She told yeah. Listen. At Sierra's wedding, I wasn't as rehearsed for her, what do you call it, toast. Yeah. And I wish I'd been a little bit more sentimental with hers. Uh-huh. I went for funny because because that's kind of Sierra and I, our relationship. Yeah. We're like, we're not sentimental with each other. We're very funny with each other. But I feel sentimental towards her. And I wish that I'd taken that opportunity to be more to have expressed more like sentiment for her. Mm. You did that though beautifully. And I feel like we kind of had the opposite. Yeah, that I, with Brock. I, I was more, I was more off the cuff for Brock. You were more, you were way more sentimental and way more like rehearsed. You, I mean, you had it like not rehearsed, like you memorized something, but you had a lot of notes and you did a good job. Like, yeah, it was entertaining. Yeah. Once we get the audio back, I'll play it for you guys because I, I think it was pretty funny, and I also pretended like it was a podcast because <laughs> you know, hello, why not? Everything is a podcast, so. I was like, welcome to the Shaleen show. And people thought that was pretty funny. At least my crew, I had them, it was like a laugh track. And so that was a rehearsal dinner. Then the next day is the wedding. And the whole first half of the day was just putting out fires for the wedding. And sewing dresses and sewing hair extensions. And then luckily my makeup artist 
was there. So she she was just a beautiful. You know, you know, I did the episode about being thoughtful. She's the definition of freaking thoughtful. The definition of thoughtful. And, she, and and she's also a caretaker too. Like she, like her, even though she was there as an attendee, she was. I every time I saw her, she was like watching her people. Yeah. To make sure like they were okay. She was still having fun, but she was watching her people. She's just such a sweetheart. Yeah. Sweet, sweet, sweet soul. Hey, Sailor, and I'll put her link in the bio because she's just, she does hair, she does makeup. Oh, and I know a lot of you guys were asking about like the hair toppers and the halos. She can get all of the, like I get all of those from her. So you can reach out to her if you guys are like, because she's really good at like consulting and helping you figure out like what you should get and the right color and all that stuff. And didn't, because, I mean, it's poured rain. So every girl's makeup and hair was thrashed. Didn't Taylor's makeup hair person like leave? So Noelle had to step in and do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we shouldn't have to. She just did. She just did, yeah. Because she's thoughtful. So then, okay, so that's the day of the wedding. And so then... We're driving over to the wedding venue. I'm trying to think about how all that happened. Well, luckily I picked the Airbnb where we were. And yeah. we were close enough to You're be right, able that's to- that's true. That was a godsend. And that I got a private vehicle for us. Because here's the deal. It was the same as Sierra's wedding where you had to bus in. Yeah. And I was like, I know my people. We ain't busting in. I said, get me from the, from the rental car place. I said, get us a private SUV because I know that we're going to need it. We literally took like four shuttles to get everybody over there at Uh different times because we had different photos. Yeah. And. Oh yeah. That was the other thing. They were like, okay, we're going to need the bride and, or wait, the groom's family here. This is the wedding coordinators. We need the groom's family here at two 30. It's raining. It's 50 degrees. And it's a field, you guys. So we're supposed to stand in a field, take our photos for 10 minutes, like eight minutes, and then stand in a field from 2.30 until 5. In a white tent with no chairs. It made made no sense. No sense. So we're like, we're going to take the photos and then we're going to go back. And they're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Which was the smart thing to do. And, And so we did just that. So we went and took photos in the field, and then we went back and stayed at the Airbnb until it was time to leave for the wedding. And Sean was funny because Sean's like, wait a second, am I supposed to be on a shuttle? I don't want to do a shuttle. I'm yeah, like, Sean yeah. was like, Sean I'm, was like, like dude, I'm about ready to marry these two. I don't need to be on a shuttle with a bunch of people. I go, no, we got you in a private car. So we actually sent him over like 40 minutes before so he could get into his, you know. Mode. Mode, and he had to get mic'd up and all that kind of stuff. I will say this about Sean. He, okay, so... It's start of the wedding. Like it's time to start. We're in the tent and these two want their wedding outside, but there's an extra tent in case it rains, which for whatever reason, the coordinators didn't move it to that. I don't know. I don't know all the conversations between Taylor and Brock. Like I don't. And so I'm going to give the coordinators the benefit of the doubt because maybe they came to Taylor and Brock and were like, hey, we should move it inside the tent. And maybe they were the ones that were like, let's wing it. Okay, so it's, five wait sorry it's 4 30 and it's not raining but you can see it's about to and half the wedding party is there and the second bus that's bringing the other half of the wedding party wedding guests wedding guests is lost why because i mean even when you're doing a one-year-old's birthday party you put like balloons out so that people know like here's the mailbox but this place doesn't even have a freaking mailbox or an address it's a field it's literally 
you, you would never see it. There's no street address. There's no street name. It's literally a road off the road. Like literally there's like two chain link fences. They could have just stuck some balloons or like a little sign that said, I mean, that's just poor planning. Like I just just didn't make any sense. I had to, so even the shuttle friggin' got lost. lost. So we wanted that the wedding coordinators wanted to start the wedding 15 minutes early. It would have been completely dry, but they couldn't because the bus wasn't there. What were you going to say? I was just going to say, even me driving there five times, I still put on my map, my ways, my pin drop, so that I knew exactly where the right-hand turn was because you'd just go right by it. It's just- Yeah, you couldn't use, there was no like address really, so you had to use a pin drop. Anyways, so so we're standing there and they're like, "The, the bus is lost. I'm like, of course it is. And then, so we're waiting, waiting, waiting. And as the bus is pulling up, like people are getting off and like running to their chairs. You can start hearing thunder. You literally, it's like, bow, bow, bow. and I, like, so I posted a video to my Instagram feed. You can see it right now. It's up. I posted it Thursday night and you can see my, you, like literally Noel was recording me. You see my face reacting to the thunder because we're about to walk and it's thunder and, and, and now it's starting to rain and it's like the wind whipped up. I mean, it was like that storm. Yeah, it was a full-on storm. And so I'm looking around like, what, what? Like, we're really doing this? And there's no umbrellas. Like, the wedding coordinators, there's not even one umbrella. Not one. None. So Brock, I grab Brock's arm, and we're walking down the aisle, and the wind is blowing, like, the wind is blowing, like, rain up my dress, up my nose, into my hair, like... I'm sopping wet, and I am just having a laugh attack. As So I don't know how Brock felt. It was like inappropriate laughter on my part. Like I was just like laughing hysterically. And then as we get to the bench, I'm so confused. And Brett's like telling me to sit down. And I'm looking down at the bench, which is covered in water, right? Because we're again, we're at a field. The arches, the flower arches are falling over. So the groomsman is like holding yeah, on to the arches. Man, best man is holding on to the arches so they don't fall over because the wind is blowing like Wizard of Oz. And the wind is like whipping up the rain. And I'm just looking down at this bench and I'm thinking, I've got this like pink, hot pink fuchsia satin dress. And you guys know what happens to satin when you get it wet. And I'm looking down at this bench and it's like a puddle that I have to sit in. So I'm like, and I don't have anything to wipe it up with. And I'm thinking, how are there no towels? How is no one putting anything down? I have to sit in a puddle and I'm looking down at this puddle and then suddenly somebody tries to asphyxiate me. Someone throws a bag, a plastic bag over my head and is trying to choke me. I was just it's trying, trying to, to kill you, me. I was trying to keep you dry. But and okay. you panicked and I, I knew where the hole was. But it okay, was hang the on. So Brett, Brett was putting a piece of plastic over my head. He was trying to keep me dry. But I was looking down and trying and, and had my own mental conversation going on. And all of a sudden a plastic bag is going over my head and I can't see anything because it's raining and whipping. And he's yelling, hold still, hold still. And I'm like, what are you doing? And I'm like fighting and like, I'm, I'm like fighting the bag. It's like a scene now. And my sister caught it in slow motion. It's really pretty funny. I really did not know what you were doing. And you kept saying, hold still, hold still. And I'm like, what is he even thinking? Like, why is he doing this? And then I'm like, this is a bag. I'm not going to be able to breathe. I didn't know it was actually like a really, one of those like super cheap, like $2 ponchos, like super thin. And that it had a hole in it. I thought he was putting a bag over my head. So I start trying to rip my way out of it. I'm like, I got to make a hole so I can breathe. 
No umbrellas. Okay, now a few guests did have umbrellas. Did any they probably of, brought them from their hotel. Right, but did any of them sacrifice those for the mother of the groom? No. And then I decided that I wasn't going to do anything. I didn't want a poncho. I didn't want an umbrella. I was just going to like, because a part of me was like, I was looking at my daughter and she was freezing who cold. Who was a bridesmaid. Who was a bridesmaid. And she's in a, the same satin dress, but with basically no arms, no back. Just like, it's just like, it's like a little piece of material. And she's freezing. She is shivering. She's trying to just get through it. And I'm looking at her. I'm like, I'm not going to like try to cover up anything or put anything. I'm just going to suck it up and just like look at her. And then I was looking at all the groomsmen. They were just like soaked. Sean was getting pelted. I was just like, okay. I'm but just- Sean's demeanor was as if it was a sunny day in Aruba. Let me give you the fact though on that one. Okay. Because him and I talked about this. When he took off his jacket, his back of his jacket was completely soaked. Uh-huh. Completely soaked. Why? Because he was to the back. Uh, his back was facing the storm. So we were all looking at the storm. That's why it was hitting us in the face. It was hitting him in the back. So he really told me, he goes, I didn't really even know how hard it was raining until I took out my book and then my papers got soaked in like a second because he couldn't feel it on his back because he had a shirt on, a, a, a vest on, and a jet. So he didn't even feel how wet he was getting. So he really didn't know how hard it was raining, he said. But he also, he told me that before he started, he was like, okay, ev- like he just knew. He knew the assignment that ev- like this is going to happen. There's no calling it off. I want this to be special for them. This is what they want. This is where they want it. And I have to set the tone for all of these guests that are so miserably uncomfortable and sitting in the rain. But this is a moment to celebrate these vows. Oh, yeah. And he act like chest out, face up. Like I'm trying to like cr- crouch down and like, you know, like I'm, I'm tucking into myself yep. to be smaller because I'm so cold. And he was doing the opposite and just like acting like it was the sunniest day and just delivered these vows with and and it really did help because yeah. he was so unfazed by it like it cuz i don't even know if i could have been through, gotten through it cuz i kept in my mind i kept saying i'm going to call an audible i'm going to say okay y'all this is amazing but we're going to move inside cuz that's my way yeah and, and he I did took- have he did also have two versions he told them the day before like hey if it's raining i got a shorter version that will do are you guys okay with that? And they were both like, yes, let's just get through. If, if, if it's raining, let's just get through it. And we'll so Sean, the fitness motivation expert has a plan B, but apparently the wedding planners don't. That yeah. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's par for the course. I literally, your brother, which is so funny. He, he's got like his, he's got his like Motorola phone out and he's got the weather app on. And like, I'm looking at the horizon and it's sunny past the clouds that are going to rain. Yeah. And I'm looking at him. I'm like, dude, this is over in 15 minutes. He goes, yeah, this is over in 15 minutes. So I, so I go over the wedding coordinator and Taylor's still behind the thing. I looked at the wedding coordinator. And I said, do you know that it's only going to rain for 15 minutes? The people aren't here. Why don't we just take everybody into the tent, let it rain. And then it's going to be clear. Like we're going to, it's going to be sunny in 20 minutes. I didn't know this happened. Yeah. And she said, Taylor wants to do it right now. I'm like, she does. And she's like, yes, Taylor wants to go. Then we find out afterwards that they never even asked Taylor. 
or told Taylor that it was only going to rain for 20 minutes. Like, I, it, that, that seemed weird to me. But yeah. then again, if it was Sierra, I would have pushed a little bit more. But it's my daughter. Like, I'm not going to yeah, push. Sure. Like, like, if it was Sierra, I'd be like, Sierra, in 20 minutes, it will not be raining. Right. It will be clear. Look at the – like, we literally just wait. We bring everybody. She, Sierra would be like, bring them all in right now. We'll just wait. Okay. And, you know, because you, you want to be – you want to be those parents, especially your, as in-laws that aren't like trying to control things. So I get that. But also Taylor was super chill about everything. Super chill. Of course. But I, I was shocked. Well, not the, of course, because a lot of brides are not chill. Yeah, well, I, I was just shocked that the wedding coordinators were like, Taylor wants to do it. This is, this is what she wants. So I I'm knew like, that was, no. No, she didn't have all the information. But the point is, so Brock is standing there, right? And it was quite beautiful. I mean, it really is is uncomfortable. It was really uncomfortable. I'm not gonna lie. I hate being I hate being cold. I hate being cold. I hate being cold more than I mean. I can handle. I don't like being hot, but I really hate being cold. You weren't dressed for it, and I hate being wet. Y'all know that. Everything about me is water soluble. There's nothing on me that's real. It's all gonna melt away like a sweet tart. (laughs) And so I'm like so miserable, but also so happy. But it was also beautiful. Like there was a rainbow afterwards, yeah. And it was just, it was really quite beautiful. I mean, rain is beautiful. The rain and the mountains and this dark green grass, it was freaking gorgeous. Not comfortable, but gorgeous. And so Brock is up there and Brock was wearing a dark green suit. It was gorgeous. I loved his suit. Sorry, I thought that was just the coolest idea. And then you see, and Taylor, just before she's walking down the aisle, you have to see these videos that I have on my highlights. She's just beaming, you know, like she didn't look nervous about to walk down the aisle. Like, her, you know, her father looked nervous, but mm-hmm. she didn't look nervous at all. And she just looked like giddy, which was fun, you know, because so that was the other reason why I'm like, oh, we're not going to call off the jam because she's in this moment. You yeah. know, she if she was like looking around like, oh, no, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Then I would have stepped in, but she looked happy. So anyways, then she comes out of the tent and Brock sees her for the first time. And Brock breaks down bawling. And so like all my girlfriends who are criers, like Monica, oh, Monica. Monica can't even hold it together. No. She's just dying. Cause she's you know, dead. I she's, knew Monica. you know, obviously Monica was in my wedding and, and a lot of these of my girlfriends I've known for like 20 plus years. So they've known Brock almost his whole life. Yeah. So they're all crying. And I mean, Brock like can't even hold it together. And she did look stunning. It was gorgeous. Oh my God. God. And it was, it was kind of cool that she didn't wear like a bright white dress. It was like an ivory dress. And it was the most gorgeous dress with this long, like just it such really the bride. with the green suit. Yes. Gorgeous. And so then they did their vows and I, I'm not going to say Sean was like brief. He had a longer version. And I think maybe they had longer versions too. Mm-mm. No, that, they read their vows. Yep. Okay. So then, then he had a longer version. Of a, of Taylor's vows are pretty short. Brock's is like me. He's long-winded, so his were long. Didn't he say something like mine are not that short, too? Yeah, after everybody, Taylor And goes, everybody gasped. Because yeah, because we're outside in the freezing cold. Then Brock gave his vows, and they were really sweet and funny. And then you may kiss the bride. And I think he actually said you may kiss your groom. And then they skipped down the aisle. And then... then Oh, the what? funny part was, is that they skipped down the aisle. Yeah. And we missed the rehearsal part of it. So I didn't know if the best man and the 
The wedding party was supposed to go before they, us. But they sat there watching. Well, no, they started to go and I cut in front of them. And you forget this part, but I said, we are not waiting. I was like, I don't care what the wedding party is. I was, I was with you, but I knew that we weren't supposed to go first. But then I was like, we're, I didn't we're care. out. Yeah, you, we, had I didn't you, care. we had to get you to sh- shelter. I, my hands were purple. Purple. My skin turned purple. Like I'm a cold person. Yeah. And I was purple. Then we went into the tent and I did bring an extra outfit, like just in case it rained, A, and just in case my dress, because it had kind of a long train. I mean, I really didn't get to wear the dress for long at all. So I, but I brought a backup outfit that I could dance in and also just in case I was wet. So I had this really cute green jumper. So Mindy went in the tent with me. Like there's just one little tent. There's no mirror. There's no nothing. And when I say a little tent, so there's like a big reception tent. And then there's like a tiny little tent that was probably 10 feet by 10 feet or whatever. 10 feet round. two of those. One for the girls, one for the boys. Yeah. And so Mindy helped me change out there. And then we went in and then I gave... How long do you think my you toast you was? Cha- you didn't change. Oh, you're right. I, you're, you're right. I gave my toast in my dress and yeah, then I changed. Change. Okay. How long was, do you think my toast was? Four minutes, five minutes. Oh, hell no. How long was it? I don't know if it wasn't four or five minutes. It was like a podcast. It was long. I just don't know how long it was. It'll be interesting to see. I can't estimate time, so I have no idea. Maybe seven minutes. It was under 10 for sure. Yeah. I think so. I would say under 10. I'd say between 6 and 10. Okay. Uh, but it was excellent. Oh, really? Thanks. Very good speech. What made it excellent? I'm, the, I'm being thirsty. I'm fishing right now for compliments. All the good things. You made people laugh. You made people think. You made people cry. And you addressed n- multiple people. Yeah. That were, should be honored. Yeah. And were. Well, thanks, So you hit, you hit all the spots. You know, it was kind of nice having Sierra's first because you got like an immediate do-over. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then I changed. And then, okay, so then you saw, you guys saw Sierra's wedding highlights. So I think that very much influenced Brock's wedding. Oh, it did. Because, you know, normally when you go to a wedding, like people are like, oh, I don't want to be the first one on the dance floor. Yeah. So Brock and Taylor did some cool things. For example, right after their dance... I think the DJ gave them this advice, said, don't come off the dance floor. Invite everybody onto the dance floor. So, and also because it was cold, people started dancing before dinner. I think everybody saw Sierra's highlights and it's like you have to go harder than that one was. Okay. And Brock's Brock's groomsmen understood the assignment. Oh, for shizzle. Because like Roman's, Roman's groomsmen were, were pretty chill. Like they were more into like hanging out and it was the, the Sierra's party was more dancing by your girls mm-hmm. and, and Brock and that kind well, of Brock's stuff. Brock's were mainly all football players. Yeah. But they never left the dance floor and they're aggressive and they're oh, like. So funny. And, and funny, but they went off. They went so hard in the paint. Yeah. There was 95 people at the wedding and I don't think there was ever less than 80 people on the dance floor. No, for sure. I mean, and that was so fun. And their DJ really did play great music. I don't know if he was. No, oh, nobody's thirteen thousand dollars DJ. Good. And he was a nice guy, but like I nice mean, guy, and he let us do whatever we wanted. And she let me go to the DJ booth, booth, and pretend, yeah, to spin but records. It was good. But wait, here's what I was gonna say: is that so? My girls 
all my girlfriends, we're all like in a group chat, like a group thread. And right after Sierra's wedding, everyone started talking about shoes. Because, you know, all of us are petite. I think Mindy is the absolute tallest measuring it at 5'5". Five five. Like, she's a giant. Mindy's taller than 5'5". Five five. Text her right now. Min- you're, please you're, text. Your sister's 5'4". No, my I'm sister's 5'4". Not... Text Mindy, please. Okay, you're, Mindy is two inches taller than your sister at least. She's at least 5'6". Honey, she's like 5'5". Five five. No, she's not. I guarantee it. No, I want you to text her so, I can, so you can say you were right on this recording. But, okay, so we're all short. So we, it's 11.30 and we all, at her place right now. She's fine. And we all like to wear heels because flats are for quitters. I know you guys are going to be angry that I said that, but I said what I said. And so we're all talking about like, okay, what is the shoe to wear that's got like a thick, chunky heel that you can dance in all night? Because my friend Natalie Jill and I, we bought these, they're very expensive, Valentino heels that were like, they're super high. They have a high platform in the front, a nice, thick, blocky heel. You bought me a pink pair. Mm -hmm. And then Natalie bought a pair. And we both were like, these are not comfortable. They cut into the top of your foot. Okay. And so then we tried like, I, you know, we, then we all, all of us girls, we started experimenting with what is the highest heel with a thick, you know, that you can wear all night. And I'm going to share with you guys, I've got like some great Amazon. We, I found some great Amazon shoes that look great, that are super comfortable, super affordable, good platform in the front, thick heel in the back. What's your point? What, what, what are you making that face over? That's fine. You, you hate Amazon shoes. Yes. Hate them. But did you like my shoes at the wedding? Yeah, but I mean, I liked your green. Uh, you, the green jumper was the was the hot part of it. <laughs> sometimes your shoes steal the show. Sometimes your outfit steals the show. Ah, <laughs> uh, you're funny. Okay, so I will post links up because we we all found like s- super comfortable shoes. Like no one was unhappy with their shoes. And at Sierra's wedding, again, they got to do an immediate do over because the shoes were not comfortable. I also knew that at Sierra's wedding, I couldn't dance much in my lavender Oscar de la Rente, which by the way, I'm going to sell. And I love that it's purple and all the proceeds are going to go to fight Alzheimer's research. By the way, everything in my closet on Poshmark all of every single dollar goes to fight Alzheimer's, or I should say to fund Alzheimer's research. So you can go to my closet on Poshmark. Rachel, my assistant, has just uploaded a bunch of new stuff. And I'm just going to keep doing that because now it's kind of catching on. And there's certain things I, w- I will only sell to lifers. Do you know that? I didn't know. That. Well, because like if random people, I'm, I'm, anything that's a luxury item, I'm not selling to a random person because randos will be like, they're super annoying and they'll be like, this isn't a real Louis Vuitton. And then they send it back and I, I'm not dealing with that. So I'm only saying- we, we don't have fake Louis Vuittons. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, people are weird uh, and, and I'm not dealing with that. So like anything that's like a luxury item, I'm only selling to lifers. Anywho. Okay. So the, the dance party was insane. And you know what's funny is that people- I mean, I would say 99.9% of the comments were positive. Yeah, you're always going to get a couple of numbskulls. Well, sure. There's some people like it's very much a cultural thing. Like you don't, you know, dance that way. Some cultures, some religions, some people just don't don't drink, don't dance, don't celebrate in that way. Our dancing is, and, and, and people are like, oh, you guys must really be drinking. It's like, 
dude, no, this is what we, this is just what we do. We do this, you know, in the middle of the day, no cocktails. Like, you know. You guys did it Friday night at our Airbnb for an hour and a half. You guys were even drinking. Oh, I know. But people just think if, oh my gosh, if you're dancing crazy, you must be drinking. Yeah. It's like, no, no, just because, I mean, <laughs> it doesn't even make sense. But I get that people think that, oh, you because you're uninhibited, you must be drinking. It's like, no, some people just really freaking love to dance. And that's this that's, crew. That's, that's a screw. This is this group. Okay. But I did get this kind of, I got this pretty funny comment. This one lady. Okay. And I'm sure she listens to the podcast. So now she's hearing me say this. I've kicked her out of the pod squad like three times because she just stirs the shit. She tries to start fights with people. She tries to say things that she knows are going to incite others and upset them. She says very like just things that you is just to stir the pot. And I wanted to go to her Instagram. Actually, I did Wait a second to- before you tell that part. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm going to let you, but in okay. in good time. Okay. So I've kicked this woman out of the pod squad a couple of times. And for whatever reason, she gets back in because we didn't block her permanently. Usually we give people like a warning, you know, like maybe they woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Maybe their comments being misinterpreted. But this person is like, wow. I mean, it got bad. And so... But I don't see all of my comments on Instagram. I get through as many as I can. But so then I get this comment from someone. I should pull it up. It will take me a minute to pull it up. But anyways, I'll paraphrase. She said, you are classless. You're, what'd she say? You're a hooker. You. That's not dancing. That's not dancing. That's humping. And you should be ashamed of yourself. You just need attention. Your husband should be disgusted in you. You're a tramp. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh. Because but that like literally like literally comments like that, you're like, that's sad. Like this is someone who's really unhappy. I should pull up my response to her. If you're somebody who needs to use social media to move product, to build a team, to grow your business, you've got to use stories. It just doesn't happen in your feed posts. It's all about stories. But so many people have no idea what to post the stories or they just run out of ideas or they feel like there's just nothing interesting going on. So why should I post the stories? I get it. And sometimes you just need some inspo. So I'm going to give you some for free. I'm going to give you 50 story ideas. These are simple things you can use right now on your Instagram stories or even on your TikTok stories. You don't always have to go on camera. These are things that you can post to your stories that keep people engaged, that serve your audience, that build your audience, and you can grab them right now for free. Just go to instaclubhub.com forward slash story. Again, that's instaclubhub.com forward slash story. And as always, that link is also in our show notes. So the last sentence of her message to me was, a woman with dignity does not do these things to impress. Working out is one thing, but crawling around is another. You are just classless and it makes me so embarrassed for you. Okay, honey. So here's what I said back to her. I said, may I suggest that you get a hobby or find something meaningful that gives you purpose and brings you happiness and keeps you busy so that you no longer have time to use social media as a means to insult people. I know that you want to hurt my feelings and that's your goal, or at least to make me feel bad. Maybe this is to make yourself feel better. I suppose that's your goal, but it isn't working. In fact, I only feel a deep level of sympathy for you. 
I can't imagine having so much anger and hurt in my heart. I'm so sorry that someone hurt you in that way. You didn't deserve it. I'm sure you're a well-meaning wife, a mother, and a pet owner. I know that because I went and looked at her Instagram. I pray that you feel God's love and consider keeping rude and unkind comments to yourself. Have a great night. And I really meant that. You know why? Because I don't take those comments personal. That is someone who's really unhappy. And maybe she didn't agree, which is fine. Maybe it is inappropriate. Maybe she does see it as being like classless or tasteless or whatever. And I think people are entitled to that opinion. I do. The same way I don't agree with how some people live their lives or how some people dance or how some people dress. Like it's, it's not for me, but I wouldn't say things to hurt, try to hurt them. The only reason why you do that is if you truly are someone who's been hurt. And so, you know, you feel that pain and you just want to lash out at other people. So to the gal, if you're listening, I won't say your name, but if you are listening, I do want you to know that unfortunately all those messages they, they didn't, you didn't accomplish your goal, which was to hurt me. But if nothing else, I hope that you know, I do pray for you. And I do hope that maybe this, hearing this, you understand that like it, it's not working and, it, and I know it doesn't make you feel good. I know it doesn't. Like when you say cruel things to somebody, it might make you feel good. Like when you have like a chocolate bar or a bag of potato chips, it feels good in the moment, but then you feel like crap afterwards. So Maybe you can pick up a new hobby. I hope that you can. And, you know, and even people who are like, they would say like, not exactly my style of dancing or not exactly what I consider appropriate, but it sure looks like you had fun. I don't mind. Like those kind of comments are great. I love it. I love it. As long as you're polite. That's my thing. And I saw somebody comment in the pod squad that like, boy, we can't even disagree with Shalene. Yes, you can. Just don't be rude with each other. And P.S., if you do see somebody in our Facebook group being rude towards me, don't go after them. It just draws more attention. Don't go after them. I really do appreciate you guys taking off your hoops, but you don't need to do that. Just, just know that, just let grumpy people be grumpy. You know what I mean? Because when you go after them, you're giving them what they want. So don't do that. We have... Let's see. So I'm going to try to, if I can find it, I don't know if I can, but if I can find Sierra's speech, I'll put it on the end of this episode. For those of you who are on Patreon between friends, Brock and Taylor recorded a little special recap of their experience. That's going to come out for you guys on Saturday. Also on Saturday, I have a new version of The Vault with Mr. Johnson and myself. <laughs> He's smiling. And that's also going to come out on Saturday. So you guys have a ton of content this weekend on Patreon. And I know we have a lot of new Patreon members, so I'm super excited for you guys. Thank you for being a part of it. Don't forget to use the app. It makes it a lot easier for me to find your comments. And yeah, I love you guys so much. I'll talk to you Monday. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, just do me a favor and double check and make sure that you're subscribed or following if you're actually someone who listens on the Apple podcast. And if you've got just like 30 seconds, it would really mean the world to me if you were able to leave a five-star review and tell me specifically what it is you liked about this episode. My show is released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I do also have a business podcast that comes out on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I host that with my son, Brock. It's called Build Your Tribe. You should check it out. There's always a link in the show notes. I'm sure you know this, but on Fridays, my episodes are very casual. It's 
very personal. It's usually stuff with myself and my husband. If you love that kind of stuff, I want to invite you to check out my Patreon. It's all of the Shalene Show episodes ad-free. In addition to that, for just $5 a month, you get extra episodes. And this is this is the stuff that's like kind of too personal to put on the Shalene Show. It, it's all personal stuff. There's like no like personal development. It's just real, raw, what's going on in our lives, stuff we can't talk about on the show. However, if you are easily offended, Patreon is not for you. That's not the place to be, all right? You can learn more about it by going to patreon.com forward slash The Shalene Show. Any of the links that I referenced in this episode will show up in the show notes, which are just below the episode. To learn more about the services that I offer and to take advantage of some of the free resources, I invite you to check out my website, which can be found at shaleen.com. 